Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average, and those savings add up. Imagine what you could buy in the future. So, yeah, I used the savings from switching to Progressive 50 years ago to finally buy my dream car. It's a self-driving flying car, but we just say self-flying now. You know, because it's the future, and cars fly in the future. So switch to Progressive and save big, because those savings can add up in the future. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Angelscapes is your direct connection to finding your soul's power and wisdom. Hosts Nancy Smith and Mary Dalba are here in this interactive show that will explore the tools and steps you can take to create peace, calm, and confidence in your life. So please welcome your hosts of Angelscapes, Nancy and Mary. Hi, do you have the tools that you need to affect the changes in your life? You know, the kinds of changes you really, really want to make. And maybe you're working really, really hard on them, but you're stuck. So maybe you need a spiritual healer. This is Angelscapes, and I'm your host, Nancy Smith, and I'm with my co-host, Mary Daba. And we have a guest, Patty Shaw, who um, is coming here to talk to you about healing. Just a little bit about Patty. She's, a, she's an author. We'll mention her books in a little bit. She's a teacher. She's a spiritual counselor. Um, she also is a co-owner to um, Coventry Creations Candles. She has the certifications in direct divine light healing through Spiritual Arts Institute. And she's also a Holy Fire Reiki, Reiki master through the International Center for Reiki Training. And she has also created her own healing program that she calls the School of Akashic Healing. So um, Patty has written a few books. And we're going to talk to that, you about them a little bit. But let's get talking about healing, Patty. Hi, Mary. Hi, Hello, hello. I'm so excited for this show. Great, great, great. Yeah, we we talk about healing and we needed to get a healer on here and, and talk here about I am. We'll get down yeah. to it. You know, we were talking when we first started talking with Patty about what we were talking about, we were talking about um buttons or triggers or or things and the stories behind them, something that that, that tr- make us go out, out of our mind like really off the wall and it's not a superficial thing. It's a deep story. Tell me about that, Patty. Everything, everything starts with the, the event and works its way up from there. And what happens is that we react to the event um, for better or for worse. And then after that, after it's over, the story starts. You, I'm sure everybody has gone through that process of saying, you'll never guess what happened to me. And each telling of the story of what happened to me forms this energetic, like, 
structure around the event, you start to believe things about yourself. Um, maybe you have regrets. Maybe you have um, an exaggeration of what happens. Uh, maybe you even decide, well, I never was going to get through that very well because I have these lacks. I'm not this. I'm not that. And all of that gets put into the story, and then you start living your life from there. So that that goes in the subconscious mind as a little package, and then the next time something happens, you get triggered, and that story comes forth again. And then now you have the new story plus the old story, and on and on it goes. You get like this chain of events feeding into today. So um, how do you know what the original story is that's actually triggering you? How could you find out that story? You have to explore. Uh, you have to be willing to explore your past. Look at it honestly. And then um, if you want to go into something like I like to call it spiritual psychology, and you go into the energy of it and you do that within your like your Akashic Records or um, you do that through talk therapy, um, or even sometimes in massage, you know, when they're massaging the muscles. Like um, body memory or something. Body work, mm -hmm. um, the, you know, an, a memory will come up and say, oh, and that can kind of start, start the thread back to the event. Can these, um, these original memory stories, the original story, can they be at any age, or are they usually pretty young, or what do you think? The, the um, the first event could happen um, anytime. It can it can happen during childbirth. You could remember something that happened um, in childbirth, even you know prelingual. It's like you have this feeling, um, and um, you were scared or you're in pain as a little baby, and then um, decisions about not being safe, uh, like like you, you're in the hospital again. You smell that smell, and you suddenly don't feel safe it's possible you can trace it all the way back to a birth trauma. Mm, wow. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. would you how would you heal that story? What what kind of once you've dig, dug it out, we could talk more about how to dig them out, but Yeah. <laughs> cuz it's like uh, so I don't want to remember it cuz it's just Yeah. Let's again. go right to the happy ending. <laughs> so, um yeah, healing that uh it takes courage and it takes um willingness to um get out of the adult mind and where you are now is, is you're living in your decision, the, what you've created. So you have to be willing to get outside of that and go into um, the straight up feeling and emotion that was there. And then um, what I do when I'm working with somebody is I'm working with their guides, their spirit guides and um, the holy ones that are helping my clients um, live their best life. So there's some communication going on um, on that level, that silent level, and we get hints and cues like um, talk about this, talk about that. And But when it's prelingual like a birth trauma, um, you go into a space where of creating safety and almost like rewriting the situation for you know, my client. So um, in order to rewrite that, um, my client has to be willing to be healed. And mm -hmm. so it, it starts with surrender and moves forward from there. 
Yeah, I was going to ask because I know um, sometimes with healing work, people probably come to you and they're like, I'm ready. But then once you start digging in there, there's some fear that that comes up. And how do you handle that when someone's like, yep, I'm ready. And then it starts to really lift, but they're thinking, I'm going to be different. I'm going to be different towards my family. I'm going to be different towards this or that person. Like, what do you find that? And what do you do when you run into the fear? Yeah. Well, the fear is a symptom of the resistance. And so um, we just, we stop and we, we are, we, we sit with it and we talk about that. And that's where we can really lean on the talk therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, Not only the fear of remembering what happened, but the fear of um, how, how can I live my life now that I have remembered this and I, and I want to heal it, especially if it involves a family member. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there's a lot of, a lot of massaging through that and it has to has to go at the pace of my client and um, we just work with what with what we can again um, I call upon um, the energy the the holy ones to work with us to help keep lifting up this person lifting them up lifting them up and so they're releasing their judgments they're releasing their fears and they're releasing their thoughts and beliefs around what happened because that's a whole structure that we build around the event and we just keep layering onto it and so Mm -hmm. we just keep peeling away the layers and um my clients get stronger and braver as we get to it it's just a part of the process that's beautiful yeah it is i love the work yeah so do you find a difference between like someone who's had like an event um, like so they had a, they had a you know a car accident say or something traumatizing one event versus someone had like you know things in their childhood that kept repeating in the childhood like you know what I mean that were, but or you know someone who's just had you know this one thing do you see the difference as far as healing or is it pretty similar? Well, it is different. Um, someone who's had a repeated event. Um, or have been treated the same way or have had similar events layer upon layer, say it happens multiple times um, from when the first one happened to today, we find that there's lots of disassociated soul parts. So we can work with all of them and help them heal. And But when it's a um, car accident and it's a one event, um, we could find maybe just one soul part and work with them and work with that one trauma. Um, it's often... Um, a surprise when you get in there. Yeah. <laughs> you don't always know what you're going to you're going to see. The car accident could be connected to something. Right. Right. Yeah. It's so it's true. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very. Everyone is unique. Could you give an example mm-hmm. of um how a, an event can turn into a trigger, can turn into a belief system that you, you know, you're going to track it back, but how, like, I, I picture having an authoritative dad and being afraid of men in, in your life or something, but what, do you think, so on a specific example, maybe, or? Um, I like to use something that's kind of neutral, doesn't involve a lot of people as far as a personal experience, because even though this is personal, it's not uh, as victim-oriented. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a little little charge out of it. So if we talk about um, uh, having trouble um, gaining wealth and money, and um, there's there's there is a belief around that. Why 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 can't I get that perfect job? 
or get that salary that I earn, I deserve, or um, any job at all, or um, money just seems to fall through my hands. And so we can work back through um, not only just that person's life and um, all of their experiences with success, because money, so it, money and success go hand in hand. We can also look at the family legacy, so we can go back into the parents' mm -hmm. generation and the grandparents' generation and look at how the family handled money or their attitude mm -hmm. about wealth um, and their attitude about poverty. And then another cool thing we can look at is the karma. What is the soul's journey with prosperity? Where are they not feeling deserving? Or where have they misused money so that now they're working through that karma and balancing out that energy in this lifetime? So karma karma requires a balancing, a putting things back into harmony. Mm -hmm. So if we, um, if we were miserly or greedy, um, especially to the point where we've hurt other people, we'll come into another lifetime and balance that out by having trouble hanging on to money, having trouble mm -hmm. being profitable, having trouble, you know, just having that big fat bank account. Easy. Yeah. 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 And karma isn't exactly eye for eye, but it, it does balance. Um, there's that so life. many pieces to this. I, I like the part where you kind of talked about, um, it's almost like clearing family patterns where you've mm -hmm. done that a little. You, didn't, you know what I mean? It's like you're going. Oh, yeah. We are DNA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm just curious from a like that standpoint of they're they're so we take the success piece, past life they were greedy with money, this life they're having problems holding on to it. So will the healing balance it out for them, or do they have to worry about not being able to hold on to money the rest of their lives? Well, karma has to be balanced, mm -hmm. and the more that the more that we do um, to be charitable and generous and be um, and understand where money really comes from. It's a gift from God that um, it lessens the um, impact of the karma. So we can soften the impact of the karma, but the karma still has to be balanced. Okay. Um, yeah. We, yeah. We're going to take a little break. We come back, we'll talk a little bit more balance. And I think I got bleeped out for a minute. My computer just bleeped me right out. I wanted to talk oh. a little more about family patterns and, you know, going back through the generations. It's always fascinating stuff. So. Um, this is Angelscape here on BoldBraveMedia.com or Bold, Bold Brave TV or we're, we're, on, we're on lots of places. We're also on podcast, any um, podcast outlet. You can find us and uh, this is Patty Shaw and we'll talk a little bit more about our books when we come back. What if there were a super tiny device that could diagnose the brain and is smaller than a single human hair? What if you could see inside the brain to help an epilepsy patient during surgery or to help the fight against Parkinson's disease. Dr. Patricia Broderick is proud to announce the Broderick Probe, a biomedical and electronic breakthrough. Imagine a probe to help with the understanding and potential cure of brain-related diseases. To learn more, listen live to the Easy Sense Radio Show with host Dr. Broderick. Wednesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Bold Brave Media Network and TuneIn Radio. 
And to help support the Broderick Foundation, please go to EasySense.com and learn how, with your help, we can fight these horrific brain disorders. That's EasySense.com to learn more and help support the Broderick Foundation. Author, radio show host, and coach, John M. Hawkins, reveals strategies to help gain perspective, build confidence, find clarity, achieve goals. John M. Hawkins' new book, Coached to Greatness, unlock your full potential with limitless growth. Published by iUniverse, Hawkins reveals strategies to help readers accomplish more. He believes the book can coach them to greatness. Hawkins says that the best athletes get to the top of their sport with the help of coaches, mentors, and others. He shares guidance that helps readers reflect on what motivates them, rediscover and assess their core values, philosophies, and competencies, find settings that allow them to be the most productive, and track their progress towards accomplishing goals. Listen to John Hawkins' My Strategy, Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And welcome back to Angelscape. This is Nancy Smith, your host, with Mary Dalva. We have a special guest on, Patty Shaw. We're talking about healing. We left off about um, balancing karma. But I, I do want to talk to you about Patty's book before we get too far. Um, she has written a couple of different books. One is called um, DIY Akashic Wisdom. She's co-authored it with Jackie Smith. And uh, and um, she's done uh, – we're talking about Akashic Records. I have – a We've talked about Akasha here before. There you go. There's the mm -hmm. book. And um, and uh, this would be a really good book to pick up to understand some of the healing um, talk that we're talking about. And she's also um, wrote a book called Healer's Almanac, A Wisdom for the 21st Century Goddess. And mm -hmm. um, beautiful, beautiful writings in there. And uh, I, both books are, are, are on CoventryCreations.com, but they're also on Amazon, or are they all at Coventry Creations? Pretty much CoventryCreations.com. I know you can get DIY on um, Amazon as well. Okay. Um, I think you can get copies of the Healer's Almanac on Amazon, but they're probably used okay. through other uh, marketplace. Well, very cool. And so I, rec I recommend grabbing those things. Again, every time we get together on these shows, we have tools that we want you guys to use to grow your soul power. So whether you're hearing this live or you're whether hearing it um, recorded, the tools are still good. So use them. So, Patty, let's back to you talking about balancing karma as part of healing. Okay. Uh, well, balancing karma is it, it's something that we come in into life our life with, and it is um, predestined, predetermined, and it's a plan that we made before we were born. And um, I'm coming in. I'm going to work on balancing this these karmic issues that I still have on balance. And um, some of them can be really uncomfortable and um, express in a very difficult way. Um, and um, people come to me like, this is never not working in my life. And what I can do is help them understand what it is they're working on and why they're working on it. And to um, really surrender to the process of letting the karma just work itself out. And then... Um, and, and forgiveness work really helps a lot in this part of your life. Um, 
where not everything is karma. So every time you have a problem doesn't mean it's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with my karma. No, <laughs> karma is usually pretty, pretty clear. It, it feels like um, I, I don't have any say in this. I just have to go through it. Mm-hmm. And you know you'll be okay once, once you're done with it. And once it's done, it's done. It doesn't come back. Well, I'm in line for that. (laughs) (laughs) We all get that gift. And if we handle our karma really well, we can get um, bonus Dharma coins for that. Bonus point. A bonus Dharma coin. (laughs) It's like a little game. It is. Life is a game. (laughs) So can you identify karma by patterns? Like, you know, you're doing the same thing over and over again. And you're like, you know, you know, you don't want to do, you know, date the same person or kind of do the same action. Would you say you're trying to work through your karma with that? Or could it be an embedded pattern or a little bit of both? Depends. My uh, my feeling about karma is that um, it, it's not it's not the same as a pattern. It's more of a, a presence in your life. Mm-hmm. So if um, we'll do the po- the poverty thing again or the prosperity thing, say you were you were Ebenezer Scrooge and now you're reborn again and you're in, in, in your Patty Shaw and you're like, I'm a nice person. And, uh, but, um, you're born into a family that is experiencing poverty. Mm-hmm. Um, and you f- find that all of the prejudices that really poor people experience are layered onto you and you work through all of that. It doesn't mean that you will not be able to have money or prosperity in your life. It, but it, but it's it, it starts you at that level, mm-hmm. and you have to work sometimes even harder, and sometimes through some prejudices that you expressed in that other lifetime, you experience that yourself, and a lot of that's for the soul to learn what it's like to be poor to be disadvantaged and to be shunned because of your station in life. And it's also a societal lesson as well. We all have to learn not to judge people and shun them because of where their station in life. Mm-hmm. So lots of opportunities for learning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's where karma lives. Mm-hmm. So if you're constantly choosing the wrong person to date, that's not – that's usually not karma. That's usually a misunderstanding okay. in, in your own self, in your psyche, and, mm-hmm. and maybe some oh, uh, learning some things that um, were put upon you or you believed about yourself because of maybe some family influence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or you're just yeah. attracted to bad boys, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or bad girls. Or, or bad girls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, um. You mentioned uh, soul parts. I just wanted to um, just clear that definition up a little bit for those of us that are not in that circle. Soul yeah. parts are so, you know, what is, tell me about those. Well, everything is energy. And um, energy can have a consciousness. And that means that the energy is directed by thought and by motivation. So um, we are conscious and we are energy and we are a soul and um, when we go through a trauma 
um, and we need it's it's hard it's bad and we need to cope with it sometimes we take that experience like we'll take an easy one um, my uh, dad spanked me really hard and um, over punished me um, for the crime and um, at my uh, my my body hurt and my heart was broken over it and I just couldn't believe that that happened to me I feel betrayed I, I just um, like I saw my dad as a monster for a moment and um, sometimes especially if we're really young sometimes how we cope with that we take a, a piece of the, the, our consciousness and our energy and we bundle it all up and it lives to the side it's um, saying okay I'll hold all of this for you and Patty you're gonna go on and live your life and get over it and dry your tears and dad will say he's sorry and I'll you know we'll hug and kiss but this part over here that hasn't coped and hasn't reconciled with that will live and hold that energy and that how I felt about it for me until I heal it and it, it does become a trigger after a while especially when I get into another fight or am betrayed again by somebody who could be totally unrelated and so mm -hmm. all that feeling comes back and then the soul mm -hmm. part says remember me so yeah so you could have a trigger that looks like you're frozen in time and you're that small child that felt all that pain that from dad and you're 45 years old and you're yeah. talking to your your husband or you're talking to your boss and yeah and yeah <laughs> somebody somebody once said to me said uh when you're fighting with somebody and it gets really really animated ask yourself who am i fighting with mm -hmm. am i fighting with the person in the room or am i fighting with myself or am i fighting with someone who hurt me before and and if you if you answer it anything but the person in the room you're looking at probably a trigger which is could be a soul part and um when we tune into that soul part you know how old it is you know when this happened and you know how damaged it got because they they run the range of mm. to slightly damaged i'm pissed to um what, we, what i call a crispy critter just almost beyond repair <laughs> and that's when we call in um sweet kuan yin she's a goddess to um help nurture that soul part uh help it heal or graduate it which is a whole mm. nother subject <laughs> i don't know how far <laughs> far you want to go into this yeah yeah I had a, just a real quick I, I had to graduate a part um with a with a huge illness that i was having and there was a part that was ready to go. And the decision was letting that part of myself go so the rest of me could thrive. And that was a huge healing, huge healing um, thing. So, um, yep. but that's... It's the surrender piece. It's so yeah. important. Right. And, and you just don't know, I feel like um, working in with your Akashic Records or, or how do you, um, working in with the, your team, the spirit, tell me about getting there and doing that i love working in the akashic records um, so um in the um, diy akashic wisdom book we um, tell you step by step how to get into your own records and work with your own stuff which is not that easy but there's a lot you can accomplish on your own so um i'll speak about this as i'm guiding someone into their akashic records and how we approach the session so um, after a light meditation to get everyone relaxed, 
um, we go through the heart chakra into the Akashic Record Room. It's this very specific guided meditation. Um, I do it the same way every time because it creates um, remembrance of the path, right? So we go through the heart chakra, through the soul, into this um, dimension called the Akashic Record, the Akasha. And there's records in there. And the records meaning the space for that in individual. So that record room is holds all of the experiences of my client, all of them. Doesn't matter where they went or who they were, they're all there. And so they're called records because often people, people experience the room as like a library. And each book could be a lifetime or it could be a book on an experience. Um, and also it sort of lightly connects to other people in your life too. Um, and so we go in and uh, we look around the Akashic Record Room. We have our intention first before we go in. We want to look at, you know, this. We want to answer this question. So as we go in, um, for me as the healer, what happens is the Akashic Record Room has all kinds of props and hints and things that say, look here, this is what it's about. And um, we, we start following the leads. Now, the, um, the record keepers that are there always are right handy to answer any questions or help us look in the right direction so we don't get lost or confused or distracted by shiny. <laughs> <laughs> That's lovely. We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, uh, I'd love to just talk a little bit more about this. It sounds so, so interesting and warm and fuzzy. Um, so we're, um, this is Angelscapes. I'm your host, Nancy Smith, with Mary Daba. I wanted to uh, remind you that you could find Patty on Facebook at uh, Healing with Patty Shaw. And um, you can find her books and her other stuff at CoventryCreations.com. And we are um, going to take a break. We'll be right back. Did you know that your beliefs create your entire reality? But it's the subconscious beliefs that do most of the creating. Belief Shifter and Life Coach Shiraz can help you identify those limiting beliefs and eliminate them, often in a single session. Like it was almost instant, like I had relief right away. Creating better health, relationships, careers, and finances. Let Shiraz help you step out of safety and into awareness. Definitely something's happening, um, like a, a flow inside, you know, it feels good. Whether in person or online, Shiraz provides personal coaching, belief shifting. Visit Shiraz at energeticmagic.com or call 416-529-7429. Energetic Magic on the BBM Global Network, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Find your greater happiness. Be well. Be aware. Be magical. Are you struggling to care for elderly parents or a spouse? Do you wonder if being a caregiver is making you sick? Are you worried about taking time off work to care for elderly parents and balance work, life, and caregiving? Has caregiving become exhausting and emotionally draining? Are you an aging adult who wants to remain independent, but you're not sure how? I'm Pamela Lindsay Wilson. Join me for the Caring Generation radio show for caregivers and aging adults, Wednesday evenings, 6 Pacific, 7 Mountain, 8 Central, and 9 Eastern, where I answer these questions and share tips for managing stress, family relationships, health, well-being, and more. Podcasts and transcripts of the Caring Generation are on my website, PamelaDWilson.com. 
plus my caregiving library, online caregiver support programs, and programs for corporations interested in supporting working caregivers. Help, Hope, and Support for Caregivers is here on The Caring Generation and PamelaDWilson.com. And welcome back. This is Angelscapes. I'm your host, Nancy Smith, with co-host Mary Dalba. wanted to remind you that this show is also being recorded. You can find this show and all earlier shows on BoldBraveMedia.com or any podcast outlet. You can also find us on Bold Brave TV, and um, it's on a YouTube channel, and you can find the channel that says Angelscapes, and there's a, already a ton of shows already on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and every single show has a tip or something that leads you to your soul power. And um, you can look up Mary at MaryDalba.com. You can look up Nancy at Angelscapes.net. And you can look up Patty on Facebook, Healing with Patty Shaw. And so, Patty, we were talking about healing. And we um, on the break, we were had, Mary had some good questions about how does healing change your life? How does it change your relationships? What's the – how did you say yeah. it, Mary? Well, I just think a lot of us have fear over the healing because then it – could change things like we could lose people in our life that we're afraid to lose or you know what I mean it, it, there's a fear of how it's going to change so I'm curious to know if you've had people that are like oh I don't want to I don't want to do this because it's going to uproot me I don't know what's going to happen kind of mm-hmm. thing yeah. yeah and and people do have those fears and concerns and they they do ask um okay I've had this healing and I've discovered some things about myself and I've made some new choices, which is what healing is about change and making new choices. And, um, they don't, they, they don't know if their friends or their family members are still going to like them. They, they feel so different themselves. They feel so unburdened and light and happy that a lot of people assume that they're going to walk back into their daily life and everyone else is going to say, Oh, you've changed. I don't know how to relate to you. It, it, it's not happening like that on the outside as much as we think it is. Like a lot of that change is happening on the inside. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that when we heal, we're changing for the better. We're not suddenly becoming um, so rebellious to our life that we start to, we upturn the apple cart. Mm-hmm. It's more like, um, being more compassionate to others, knowing that they probably are going through their own pain. Um, Stopping the criticism um, before it comes out of your mouth because you now have a better self-awareness about what that feels like. And it could happen where your relationships become deeper and more meaningful. Mm-hmm. And there, and then the other side of that coin is that you become more aware of relationships that are toxic and bad for you. And so you may have the courage to say, we have developed this toxic relationship. Do you want to move past that with me? You want to grow with me? Um, I'm inviting you. I still like you. I still love you. And then you give them the opportunity to say how that, what they feel that they can do and where they want to go. And if they say no, which happens sometimes, um, hopefully you've had enough healing and um, have become strong Mm -hmm. enough to say, it's okay. Mm -hmm. I still love you, but you have to do what you and live the life that you feel is is right for you until they 
figure something out, you know, for them. Because every every healing journey is completely personal. You mm. think, you know, you're married to someone and we're going on this journey together. It's like, no, my healing journey is my own. My husband's healing journey is his own. So um, I've been through tons of healing and I've been through tons of um, sessions where it, it's about my relationship with my husband and um, instead of thinking I have to leave him because we you know we can be this far apart on some things mm -hmm. and instead of saying I have to leave him I'm actually seeing him through the eyes of of um, me who is now a less judgmental person who is now seeing him as an individual that has a life and a goal and weaknesses and strengths. And I'm like, wow, I didn't think I was going to love him more. I thought I was going to be mad at him even more because doggone it, he, you know, he done me wrong. But no, <laughs> no, my mind and my heart opened up and I thought, you know what, this, this is good. I like this. I like this aspect of healing. But if you find you're not going in that direction, um, get more help. Get more help mm -hmm. to get through it and be honest and have the honest conversations. And if you come out of your healing saying, this person is really bad for me and toxic and is abusing me and is a mean person, I have to get away, you go. You mm -hmm. don't have a conversation. You just go. Because yeah. sometimes that's the awakening that happens with the healing, mm -hmm. that it really yeah. is as bad as you thought it was. And mm -hmm. you were in denial about it. Right. Yeah. I've seen, I have a question. I've seen people do healing work and, um, you know, sometimes you want to heal so that the other person could get fixed or whatever. So that's a little codependent. Mm -hmm. But I have also seen people heal, like just come into their own power. They're, they're, and so you could say their vibration are changed or what, how are they, however they're managing life changes. And then the people around them start changing and start growing. That's always amazing when I see that happening. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, you bring up a really good point, Nancy. When you see two tuning forks, one's an A and one's a C, and you bang them, and they start vibrating to what they're tuned to vibrate, the closer you get them together, the more they shift, and they become this blended A and C, and they mm -hmm. harmonize with each other. And so every time that I uplift my vibration and I am happier, um, I'm less burdened, um, you know, whatever healing that has happened for me, I know that it's going to impact people around me and they're going to um, feel grateful that I'm finally less crabby than I was before <laughs> and then they can come out, they're, it's safer for them to come out or, they, or they'll or they go, um, she's just getting so happy, it's really magnifying where I am not happy mm -hmm. And I, I got to think about this. I got to think how I'm going to react to this and how I want to be. Maybe I, maybe I don't want to be happy. <laughs> so <laughs> you get to see what kind of conversation comes out of that. Um, but most of the time people want to be happy mm -hmm. and, and they want to have a good mm -hmm. life. So um, don't be afraid to heal and don't be afraid of what, how the future looks because it's always going to be better. Even if it's, you know, painful at first or a shock happens, like somebody leaves your life, um, that's how that's how it needs to be because you always want to move forward, move up, you know, 
raise your vibration, however you want to call that. Yeah. 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 Be brave. Be brave, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we we stepped a little. Oh, I have a question. Is it a, any, Mary, did you have a question? Yeah, I'll go first, Nance. Then I'll. Oh, go. I just was wanting to um, talk about um, so many things. Uh, you talked about uh, family patterns, and I, I, as we're talking about, as you heal, the people around you are, are going to react in some way. Um, and and, I, and that has got to throw a monkey wrench into some of the family patterns. We were supposed to do it this way, or um, you're you're not following the norm of the family. And mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah, a lot of people really... feel people family members can feel betrayed by that. Um, when um, when a family pattern or tradition is really strong, and somebody says no, I'm I, I I'm not doing that. I'm I'm breaking that for myself. Um, they get called the black sheep of the family or the rebel, and very um, like nodding your head. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and you, you could feel a little isolated. Um, people have been ostracized because of that. Um, but family traditions can go both ways. They can be strong and beautiful, like a talent. Or they can be um, destructive, like alcoholism. And you can pursue a talent or not, or you can pursue alcoholism or not. Um, everyone is, like I said, a unique individual, and they have to follow their own path. You're born into a family to support the lessons that you've come to learn and the weaknesses you've come to strengthen and the talents you've come to improve. So the family dynamic is there to uplift you or to help you struggle a little bit harder so that you can, you know, get through that and become even more victorious because you've overcome challenges. And um, you are only responsible for yourself, as I have to say it that way. Ooh, say that yeah. some more. Talk about uh, that you some are more. only responsible for yourself. And if the family... Um, bands together and says, no, we're not happy that you're doing your own thing. You have to go, mm -hmm. I love you anyway, and I'll be here next Thanksgiving with my dish to pass, and I'll still love you. <laughs> <laughs> but what happens is when we, when we um, break out of the mold, we do give permission for other families to question the mold and maybe possibly break out in their own way, but that's for them to decide. Um, but if it's getting really difficult for you and you're feeling you're getting triggered by it, there's lots of ways to deal with that. Um, you can do that with, um, you know, going to a therapist and talking it out. Um, you could get um, energy work and like the Holy Fire Reiki mm -hmm. and keep flooding your, your aura and your chakras with this beautiful healing energy and keep displacing those um, lower vibrations that mess with your mind and your heart and your emotions. Um, you can do more physical things like um, exercise, uh, um, take baths, detoxing your body um, with like homeopathy or um, Bach flowers. There's, there's a lot of natural ways that you can help your body to slough off some of that old energy because the energy starts spiritual 
and manifests down to physical. And then once it gets physical, um, it manifests at the vibration that it is. So if it's a beautiful vibration, you'll have a beautiful body. If it is um, a distorted vibration, you're going to have challenges in your body. It's going to manifest in that way. So you want to treat the physical with physical ways as as well as emotional, mental, and spiritual ways. Mm-hmm. I hope that okay. made sense. I kind of went off on a, t- on a tangent. <laughs> oh, it made perfect sense. <laughs> Let's see right there. Yeah. We're going to have to take a break right now. Um, I hate to go, I wish, but, but these commercials are so very important. Um, I just want to remind you that this is Angelscapes with uh, Nancy and Mary, and we're talking to Patty Shaw. You can find Patty Shaw's um, on Facebook at Healing with Patty Shaw or her books at CoventryCreation.com or look up Patty Shaw on Amazon. You can also look up Nancy's place on Amazon for two books. I also have an Akashic book, uh, Divine Love Affair and Akashic Journey, and they really make good partners actually, because they're coming at the same thing from different directions. So um, I, I've been talking to different people who are looking at both books, and it's kind of fun. Um, and uh, Mary Dalba at MaryDalba.com. Mary at, no, Mary at MaryDalba.com. Wonderful resources. Well, people use these resources and um, find, you know, lots of soul tools here. And uh, so anyway, we'll be right back. The opiate epidemic has reached crisis levels, and with so many families affected by addiction, opiate-related drug overdoses, and death, the time is now to have a real constructive conversation about addiction that could lead to better prevention, treatment, and recovery. Alan Charles, author and keynote speaker on drug abuse and prevention, presents The Alan Charles Show. Alan brings a message of hope, sharing his unbelievable story of surviving a 24-year addiction to cocaine and highlights from his memoir, Walking Out the Other Side, an addict's journey from loneliness to life. His raw honesty and courageous heart breaks the stigma of addiction and offers a unique perspective into the mind of an addict. Join Alan each week as he brings his listeners to a true understanding of the grip of addiction. It is only with this understanding that we can begin to heal. Alan Charles Show, Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern on the BBM Global Network. Have you ever felt like no one is listening or you're not getting the honest attention you deserve? Do you even know the kind of attention you want or need? You are not alone. Alice Aspen March is here to help. Thanks to Alice, through her epiphany and research over the word attention, there are solutions to the attention dilemma. Worldwide audiences have been enthralled and engaged for over 40 years with her visionary and pioneering observations. The kind of attention we get and give is vital to improving our lives and society. Alice and her weekly guests review game-changing insights for transforming and improving our understanding of attention, providing techniques for creating healthier and empowering behavior. Get a new perspective on a mainstream word. Tune in to Why Our Attention Matters for fresh and thought-provoking conversations every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern on BoldBraveMedia.com and the TuneIn Radio app. And welcome back to Angelscapes with Nancy Smith and Mary Dava with our very special guest, Patty Shaw, healer um, and um, author and teacher. Um, she... Please find her on her Facebook page, Healing with Patty Shaw. Is there at Healing with Patty Shaw or is it just Healing with Patty Shaw? 
this little well, at for thing. Facebook, there's an at in the beginning. Okay, perfect. So um, please, and then with <clears throat> Mary at MaryDalba.com and Nancy at TheAngelscapes.net. But can you, anyway, Mary had a great, great question while we were on break, Mary. Yeah. Thanks, Nance. So, Patty, I was wondering, like, um, I was the example I was giving you was I was at the gym and I was running on the treadmill, and all of a sudden I started to cry. So something was working itself out of my body, but I didn't really realize what that was. And um, so I'm curious to know, like, sometimes people may come in with like a physical ailment, but then as you start doing the work, you can see it's from another body, like emotional or mental. So I'm curious mm -hmm. to know your your thoughts around that. Yes. Well, that is. Uh a key part of healing is talking to the body. The body has, uh, it records everything. You have, we have DNA and the DNA is um, all our memories. Um, we think it's only in our subconscious mind, but no, it's in our body. That's when we start talking about ancestral memories mm -hmm. in the DNA. But um, when it comes to having a physical movement trigger um, an emotional response, um, you you had um, used the body to unlock something. Mm -hmm. Now, when you're running, um, the what is happening is that when you're you're pumping those ankles, mm -hmm. you are in a, a really primitive, um, instinctual mode of fight or flight. Mm -hmm. And so, pumping those ankles and running, it doesn't mean you're remembering that. Oh, I'm I'm running from the tiger and I'm running for my life. <laughs> It's it's more like a release. Mm. So something in your like your amygdala, which is where you keep your memories in your brain, is um, releasing, mm -hmm. and you don't always have conscious memory of that, but it just mm -hmm. goes. Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's one way of just doing that spontaneous healing. Um, when I'm working with somebody and they come to me like and they have um, a pain in their body. And they and the doctors can't help them. Um, we go in and do um, body communication. We talk to that part of the body. What's wrong, knee? What happened? And a story will start to form and and come out. And um, some people will call that a psychic impression, mm -hmm. but for me, it just feels like you're getting into the vibration, and you're able to take that vibration and turn it into the story. It may not be completely literate and accurate, but it, it, the essence of it is that. You know, I have pain in my knee, and yeah, I fell off my bike and hurt my knee, and um, it's never really recovered. But um, what's attached to that is some sort of belief or fear that um, uh, you have this weakness. You can't go forward. You're, you have things blocking you. Um, it could be a family pattern saying that, you know, we just we don't do great things. So now mm -hmm. my knees can't get me forward, moving that, that forward momentum. And that energy block um, can manifest as pain in the body. Mm -hmm. That's just, a, just off the top of my head kind of example. But those sort of things happen all, all the time. We, we have these, these pains or illnesses or situations in the physical that we can talk to. And we mm -hmm. can find out what it is that we believe to be true. And we release that when we say, I don't want to believe that about myself anymore. And my new belief is, or I'm just releasing that completely. You know, mm -hmm. that may have been true for um, my ancestors, but it's not true for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And there's so, a whole bunch of work that happens to get to that place. But yeah, that's right. where we end up, right? Yeah. Yeah, so very lovely. So we, um, I wanted to clarify something um, that we talked about um, on one of the breaks. Is you talked about talk therapy and how, um, but I, but as I was listening to, it's it's so different than actually, you know, the the psychotherapy therapy talk. Um, and there are boundary issues here, I suppose, you know, on, on lots of levels. But what you're doing, Patty, is so much different than you know than you would in a therapeutic session. Could you kind of clarify that? Okay, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the talk therapy piece that I'm talking about is not psycho a traditional psychological or psychiatry uh, session. It is being in the energy and like body communi communication, letting the energy talk to me and using um, my sensitivities to read this and understand what it is that my client's body and aura and Akashic energy is saying to me so that I can help um, them answer the question that they're stuck on or move through a challenge that they feel powerless in. So it's not the same kind of talk therapy. It involves a lot of, um, I call it sensitivity, being sensitive to mm -hmm. the unspoken that's mm -hmm. going on and then I'll say ask a question and the person will say oh that reminds me of this and whether they go off and they just start telling me the story and as they tell the story I'll watch the energy open up and um, things layers of things will reveal itself things being the soul parts that I talked about entities that we hadn't even mentioned yet um, thought forms and emotional patterns that all kind of blossom out in front of me. And I say, okay, we're going to deal with that. 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 And um, that's totally, completely different from what you have when you're laying on the couch with your therapist. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, it, they do talk. We do talk about things, but it's more of a um, allowing for an energetic opening and for things, it, it, I call it blooming. They just all bloom out and say, okay, this, these are all the things that were put in place that have kept this person stuck and not feeling they can't move forward. Hopefully okay. that made sense. <laughs> made a lot oh, of sense. Totally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Good. <laughs> we, have, we have just a couple minutes left. If you have any last questions, Mary or Patty, any last thoughts that you'd like to add? I, I just think, Patty, you, you've been so thorough with things, and, and I know you know people listening absolutely really appreciate that. What would you say for someone who wanted to start healing? Like, where should they start? Maybe that's not a quick question, but. Yeah, well, I, we, can, we can make it concise. Um, sometimes uh, the place to start is um, just reading some books and testing the waters. Do I want to get into this? Um, uh, or, or reading about it and say, oh, I see what that's like, and getting comfortable with, especially if it's a new kind of a therapy. Um, next would be just get on the phone and call somebody and say, hey, I want to work with you. Find mm -hmm. someone local or, or not local to work with, mm -hmm. um, especially if you're reading their book and you, you really make a connection with them. Or yeah. you're listening to them on a podcast and you make a connection with them. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I just want to add that everybody here is is open to, to talk to anybody, Mary, Patty, Mary, myself, um, and we're we're really easy to talk to. Yeah, we're all healers. 
I mean, oh. Mary can heal through astro an astrology reading, through um, talking to you about how the stars were aligned when you were born and where they're going since you've been born. Yeah. <laughs> and I can yeah. work with people with their Akashic records. And Nancy also does powerful healing work. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And we're all uh, dedicated to your healing and, and your joy and your soul power living. So, again, um, we're just coming to a close. I just want to remind you that Patty's at Healing with Patty Shaw on Facebook. And, and then go to Coverage Your Creations, find her books. And then you can find Mary at MaryDalba.com and Nancy at Angelscapes.net. And we all have a lot to offer for your joy, happiness, and soul power. So take advantage. I like that. <laughs> Great. Okay. Well, good night, everybody. Thank you so good much, night, everybody. Thank you. Good night. Thank so you, much. Patty. Yeah. This has been Angelscapes. Tune in each week as Nancy and Mary discuss ideas, tips, and lessons to help you receive divine love, joy, and soul power in your life. You can discover the powerful being you really are right here on Angelscapes with your hosts, Nancy and Mary. Ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program 